to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Feed You podcast. I'm so grateful to have you guys here. It's been a little while since I have put out a podcast episode because I'm also doing videos. So if you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, you can go ahead and do that. Um, the link is over on my website at elisaconner.com and you can find that um, in the header bar, but also you can find it over on the show notes for this page, which will be elisaconner.com forward slash 107. And what are we talking about today? Well, are you tired of having your marketing ignored? Are you tired of trying to sell products and having no one pay attention or get any traction on all of your hard work of creating content or advertising or whatever it might be? And um, just frustrated to no end? Well, if you are, I have three great tips for you today, as well as some in-depth information about the buyer journey that may help you get quicker traction get more people to not only click and um, join your email list, but also get them moving forward to purchasing your product and service. So without further ado, if you are having trouble standing out uh, online or offline, you have a lot of competition within your industry and in the newsfeed on social media, and you are just not getting any traction. If you feel like the only way to get ahead is to pay to play, or if you are constantly stressed out about what's working now and it's overwhelming and exhausting you, then tune in because I've got three great ways for you to increase your traction with all of your marketing. Let's first start with the buyer's journey and the customer journey. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, what is the buyer's journey, the customer journey? And they think they understand it, but I recently was exposed to some information that I had heard before, but sometimes, you know, things go in, they come out and you forget. Um, but this was so powerful that I wanted to share it with you all. Your buyers are coming into your sphere of influence at different levels. And so when we create messaging or content or whatever it might be to promote our business uh, and market our business, if we are only creating that from one viewpoint, we are missing out on the opportunity to get in front of new leads, create new conversations and to attract more people, giving us better traction, regardless of how crowded a marketplace is. And so I want to talk to you about those different levels. You have your first level of the buyer's journey. And these are people that are ready to buy. They know what they want. They know how much they're going to pay for it. They have done all their research. They know how it's going to fix their problem. They're just looking for someone to give it to them or a reason to buy it from you specifically. This is about 8% of the people that were, will interact with your brand. They are ready to purchase. They know they're going to purchase from you. It's just a matter of getting in front of them, getting them to click the button to buy and moving them through the sales funnel. Unless something completely upends that process, they're going to become a customer, but that's only 8%. So you have another 91% of people that fall into different categories. So when we are coming at our audience, from that perspective, like they already know everything. They know all the things they need to know. So if we use the example of hiking boots, your level one buyer's journey is people that are already hikers. 
They know what kind of boot they want. They know what kind of boot that uh, is going to fit their feet or are pretty familiar with it. They know what they want to do with it. They know how much in general it's going to cost and they're looking to purchase it. So they either want it quickly or they want it for the best deal they can get it or they want to buy it because from you because you sell the best hiking boots and you offer a great guarantee and you have great customer service or blah, 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 all the things. And so that's level one. That's only 8% of your market. And so if you're relying on that 8%, you're going to really struggle all the time because you have another 91% of people that are not in that category. Most of the time when we create marketing, we assume that our audience knows all of the things they need to know about hiking boots. Let's just use that for example. They know every kind of hiking boot out there. They know ours is the best. They know that if they buy it from us, we're going to give them the best deal and that we're going to give them the best warranty and blah, 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 blah. 8% know, the other 91% do not. They fall into other levels of the buyer's journey. So let's talk about that. The second level of the buyer's journey is filled with people that know they need a product. They're aware that they have a problem and they're looking for a solution, but they don't know about you. They don't know specifically which solutions are going to work for them. They have some in mind, but they need a little bit more information. So if we go back to our hiking boots example, they know that they're going to go hiking and they probably know what kind of hiking they're going to do. And they may even know where they're going to go hiking. And so it's up to you to get the right product or service in front of them so that you can get them to buy. And in this case, the right hiking boots in front of them. So you can get them to move forward to that first level of purchasing the hiking boots. How are you going to figure that out? Well, if you give them the same messaging and same information and same content that you are giving to the people that already know what hiking boots are going to get, you are not going to ever figure out what they really need. So how would you address that? Well, let's take it from the content perspective. Say you are doing some video reviews of hiking boots and you are going to break it down into three categories. And they're going to be the beginning hiker. Like these are the boots you should get. They're, you know, lower investment. You can still go hiking in these kinds of climates, these kinds of terrains. Um, the intermediate hiker, these are a little bit more higher price. This is why they're good. You know, they cushion your feet better. You're not going to have blisters at the end of the day. You can go longer. You can do some tougher trails, um, things like that, or the advanced hiker. And like, these are people that know, um, in and out the trails and maybe they haven't done it yet, but maybe they, uh, you know, know those advanced trails and they know which ones they want, but they're looking for a better hiking boot. They have these other ones and they are not working as good. They have blisters every time they, get really tired at the end of the day, and then it's not a good experience. So you need to keep in mind as you're creating content, whether that's a blog post, a video post, a review, uh, whatever it might be, all of those different audiences. So that when they click on that beginning hiking, you know, their beginner hiker, you know how to talk to them about your hiking products for a beginner. And you're putting that in front of them. And there's a lot of different ways you can do that, but that's completely different messaging than somebody who already has figured out what they need and how they're going to purchase it. Well, let's throw another wrench into the mix because there's actually a third level of the buyer's journey. And these are people that think they might want to go hiking, but they aren't sure. There's other things they could do. They could try cross trek or they could 
um, not cross trek. What is it? Uh, CrossFit. They could maybe, maybe they're wanting to do like some cycling, but they're thinking about hiking. Their friends are talking about hiking all the time, but they're frankly a little embarrassed because they don't know anything about it. They don't know what trails they've lived in Colorado their whole life. And they know there's a million trails out there and they hear people talking about it and they're feeling like, Oh, I should probably do some hiking, but I don't even know where to find out anything about what hiking boots to wear, what they need, what trails to go on. And so those people are looking for a solution to learn more about hiking, but you're talking to them about buying these hiking boots. So you see the disconnect there, or even the second level, you're talking to them about, you know, beginning hiking trails and these kind of hiking trails and da 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 da. Whereas they really need to be handheld a little bit more in the intricacies of hiking. Like here's how you start, like maybe one of the things you put in front of them is a beginning hiker's guide to these three popular trails in wherever you live. I'm going to say Colorado because I'm in Colorado. So you're not going to want to start with like a really a 14er. You're going to want to start with some lower level hikes that are a little bit easier so that you can, you know, build up and see if you even like it. And so the messaging you're going to put in front of those people, whether it's an ad or content or whatever you're putting out in front of them, needs to have that messaging. And if it doesn't, it's going to fall flat. You're going to blend into the woodwork with everybody else in the newsfeed and you're not going to get their attention. So now that we walk through that buyer's journey, you can see the customer journey, buyer's journey, they're both uh, interchangeable terms in marketing. Now you need to know what are the three things you can do to stand out? Well, number one, you need to deliver the right message to the right audience. That's why we've spent so much time talking about the buyer's journey. Because if you throw the wrong message in front of them, they're just going to scroll right by. They're not going to pay attention because they're not looking for these hiking boots that are 50% off because it's a hiking boot sale at the end of winter and you want to get them in boots, whatever it is. I don't know. Um, They're not going to stop if they're a beginning hiker to, you know, learn about Mount Kilimanjaro and how to hike that as an advanced hiker because it's not appealing to them. They haven't, it's overwhelming. And so you have to determine who your audience is so that you can put the right message in front of them at the right time. And if you have multiple audiences, how are you going to filter your audiences to the right content and the right promotion and the right product or service at the right time? Number two, we make the mistake in believing that everybody knows what we're doing. Everybody knows they see every one of our posts. They see everything we put on our website. They see all of our emails and I, I want you to sit down for this one. They don't know who you are unless you are in front of them constantly. And unless you keep telling them over and over and over again, who you are, what you do and how you help them, they are not paying attention to you. Why? Because there are 1 million distractions, especially with COVID uh, that happen to them every single day. So let's use the example of going on to Facebook. I was going to go on to Facebook yesterday. I typically don't get on Facebook um, because it is a time suck. I got into Facebook because there is a Facebook group that I have that is part of my mastermind. I wanted to go in there at a specific issue that I was going to go look up that I needed some, I needed a reminder on how to set it up. I go in there and in the meantime, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's all these notifications. Oh, somebody commented on my post. Oh wait, here's a new recipe. I should try that for dinner. 15 different directions. Um, And in the meantime, I was like, why did I get on here again? 
Well, that is what you're competing with, with marketing. And so whether you're on a social platform or an email, like you open your, your email inbox, if it's anything like mine, probably between when you go to bed and when you wake up, have somewhere around 30 to 50 new emails. That's unless you have, un, and I've been trying to unsubscribe because I have so many emails, but you're competing. So if you don't have the messaging correct, you don't have what you're trying to put in front of your audience correct for that audience, you've already lost the game and you're not gonna stand out. So you need to be in front of them. You need to consistently be in front of them. So don't send you know, an email once every six months because they're not gonna remember who you are. This is a perfect example. <laughs> this kind of cracks me up. So uh, one of the services that I offer is branding. And when I started uh, really diving into branding, I found this really cool deck that helped you kind of identify your branding values. And I think it's called the brand deck. And it, I have had this thing, I probably have had it like four or five years. And it's it's an actual like playing deck of cards. And I ordered it and I was like, yeah, it's cool. And so I kind of, you know, I, I would work with it with clients when we would meet one-on-one -on -one, and then I created a digital version that I could still utilize with clients if we were not meeting one-on-one. -on -one. So they could have the same experience. So I get an email from these people four years later, like just last week, I got an email and they're like, hey, we have a new digital version. And I'm like, who is this? Like, I, don't, I didn't even remember because I have never heard from them since the time I purchased this. So when you're not in front of people, they don't, one, they don't know who you are or what you do, but two, they don't remember you. And so if you're not building that relationship and staying in front of people consistently, they are busy, they are distracted, and they do not have time to figure out who you are and what you do. So you need to keep your focus on them, on their problems, how you help them, and what's in it for them if they pay attention to you. When you do that and you do it consistently, you will get traction. And number three, this is a biggie. Your marketing is boring. That's why they're not paying attention to you because we live in a very flashy world. Like we've got the TikTok, we've got Snapchat, we've got Instagram, we've got Instagram stories, we've got Instagram reels, we've got Facebook, we've got Facebook live, we've got Facebook stories, we've got it all. And if you are not standing out and being different and being yourself, people will not pay attention to you. People crave more than anything in our world today, connection. If they can find a way to connect to you, which means you have to show up authentically and real in order to create that connection. Otherwise they're going to see right through it and they won't have that connection. If you can show up and do that, that will catapult your marketing faster than anything else you can do. And so to get out of the rut of being boring, just show up and be more of you. you there's only one of you. No one is going to do it like you. And so I don't care if there are 10,000 other hiking boot salesmen on whatever medium you decide to show up, say Instagram, nobody is going to show up the same way as you. So if you're consistently showing up and you're consistently putting the right message in front of the right audience, you're going to attract your people and you're going to get traction with your marketing. So I don't want to leave you hanging. You may be asking yourself, that's awesome, Elisa. Those are really great tips. Number one, deliver the right message to the right audience. Number two, make sure that they know about you and you stay in their face. Number three, don't be boring. Show up, be realistic, be authentic. How in the heck 
do I ever figure out what kind of messaging to deliver to my people? It's a really simple answer. You ask them. You ask them questions about, let's use hiking. Hey, what are the best hiking trails that you've hiked lately? Why'd you, why'd you hike those? And how, you know, what was the pros and cons? What, what do you really love about your current hiking boots? What do you not love about your current hiking boots? What hiking boots would you recommend to your best friend? Um, what do you do besides hiking? Like, I know you do other things. I totally consume Bodo's pizza after hiking because I'm starving, you know, whatever it is. Um, and so you may be asking, that's great. Okay. That sounds awesome. I want to go ask him, how do I do that? So I wanted to give you a bonus and give you five options to get in front of your people so you can find out how to create a message that is going to resonate with them. So number one, you can run a poll. Every social media platform out there has some kind of polling option, whether it's in stories or it's in um, Facebook polls or, or every platform out there. If you can't do a poll or you don't want to figure out the technology, then do a survey. Go use SurveyMonkey, create a three question survey. I wouldn't recommend doing more than three or five because people won't answer them. Uh, especially if they haven't already interacted with you. Um, the more questions, the less likely they're going to interact. But create a survey and just ask some simple questions. Uh, ask questions on your social media. That's a great way to survey too, is you can do a Facebook Live and say, hey, I have, you know, I'm just wondering about these three questions. Leave your, your answer in the comments. Uh, you could make phone calls to people. Like maybe you've interacted with some people. Let's say you... Um, did some online networking and you met with some people that are in a hiking group and you got their phone numbers because you guys exchanged phone numbers and you could just go do some market research and just call and say, Hey, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just trying to find out a little bit more about you and you know, how you use hiking boots and what trails you like and you know, what other accessories you use, blah, 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 blah. Uh, number four is to engage with people that would likely be customers on social media. So go out and do some research, go and look at Instagram and see, you know, who the top commenter commenters are on uh, your competitor's Instagram post and reach out and go look at their profile and see what else they're posting, see what they're talking about, um, see, you know, the things that they're interested in so that you can put that into your marketing messaging. And then last but not least, you can go snoop. Like you can just snoop not only your competitors, but on um, complimentary services. So maybe you sell hiking boots, but you, um, want to go and see what REI is offering for like other hiking equipment, like coats and pants and, you know, zip off pants, that, those pants that zip off with the knee. So you can have pant shorts. I don't know what they're called, but anyway, um, but you can just do some snooping because all of those people are your customers too. And so that's my bonus tip for you. Run a poll, run a survey, make some phone calls, just ask your audience in any way that you can dream up anything you want to know about them so that you can put the right message in front of them and they're going to respond. So that's what I've got for you today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, I have to tell you that I recorded this once before and it didn't record because I have a new computer. <laughs> so I'm recording it for the second time. Just so you know that uh, even these podcasts are not perfect, but it's just a matter of sitting down and getting it done. And there was a lot of cursing between this one and the last one. But if you have enjoyed this, it's been helpful. It's been informative to you. I would love for you to share it with a friend and uh, go and leave me a quick review on iTunes because it really helps to get the word out to other people who need 
to know this stuff so that they can build their small business and grow and scale and we can all be successful together. So thanks so much for tuning in. I love you guys. I want you to stay safe, stay healthy, stay warm because it's really cold here today and I will see you next time. Take care. The Ideal Client Worksheet helps you discover the important questions that you need to ask when it comes to finding your clients. It will help you understand them, understand their problems so that you connect with them, attract them, turn them into leads, and convert them into customers. So go grab your copy today at alisaconnor.com forward slash ideal client. See you next week.